It was back in the 90s, and it was one of those things that you saw a lot of people do. Taking either sports cars, or Chevettes, or sedans, or pretty much anything, and putting a four-wheel drive system underneath of it. Basically dropping it onto the frame of a pickup truck to make this like pickup truck four-wheel drive version of a Chevrolet Chevette. Now why would you do that? Why would you want to go off-roading in a Chevette? Well, this is something that people have thought about and people have done for decades. But now, the industry is starting to catch on. It started making headway into it in the 80s. But it really wasn't until one company backed by the 2010s to really figure it out and try and enter this market. Many others have considered getting into it, but no one else has really tried. Why not? And now, with the arrival and Gabella's son bringing out his new version of the Porsche for off-road use, the world of the active sports car market is about to take off. Autoloads.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to the Autolux.net podcast. I am your host, as always, the Dr. T Automotive Industry, Mr. Everett J, talking to you from our main host website, Autolux.net. If you haven't been there, check out some of our ratings for exterior designs that we do for every single year, every model year, all the way back to 2010. We have the ratings on our site to see who wins the gold medal of the IA Plus Award and who gets the coveted Rusty Award for the worst design of the year. While also there, Take a check on the corporate websites link to see some of the automotive companies from around the world. Big or small, we have them all corporate websites from around the world. And we like to give out a special welcome to our sponsor from Magic Mind. Check it out on our website. We do have a coupon code to save you some money on their products. And we'd like to pay a thank you out to our host, Podbeam.com, streaming us through their own services and on many other platforms from iTunes to Amazon. We are there. Today we are talking about this brand new market, the active sports car market. Not active lifestyle vehicles or the ALVs, the active sports car market. This is a market that's been around for a long time. And its first foray that everybody saw was from those good old Duke boys. Yes, the Dukes of Hazard essentially showed us that a cool muscle car can go flying down back roads and take a cool jump. Even though we know they destroyed more cars than that actually made those jumps successful, it still showed us that these things can be used off-road that got people thinking and say hey what else can we make go off-road now when i was a child i saw a lot of people do this to chevettes i don't know why but people like to do it the small tiny little crappy hatchback from chevrolet and people made it go off-road i guess it was because they had a two-door model it had a coupe maybe that's why but there were people out there who wanted four-wheel drive sports car and that is a market that we've actually seen start taking off yet again if you take a look at fast and furious 7 you get introduced to the six 69 Charger off-road with Dawn, plus a 1968 Chevrolet Camaro with a four-wheel drive system as well. These are off-road vehicles. These are active sports cars. They are purpose-built for going off-road. Now, vehicles like this have existed for a long time. Take the Myers Max, the original dune buggy built off the Volkswagen Beetle platform. Hell, Volkswagen even had the Beetle dune buggy editions. These were standardized products made to go off-road, but they weren't purpose-built by a manufacturer. We didn't start seeing that really and until the 70s and 80s. 
Ferrari did it with the 308 Dino GT4 Safari, which was more of a sand racer for rich chics in the Middle East. And then Porsche had the Carrera off-road. That is essentially what inspired Mark Philip Gambella to build the Marcian, an off-road inspired Porsche. He wanted to go off-roading in the sand dunes with a four-wheel drive sports car. Now, doing this up until now, using a Range Rover Sport was one of the few ways you could experience this, unless you're buying an actual dune buggy. But there's been a few companies that have looked into doing this. And as we said, back in the 80s, it really started. AMC had their Eagle brand, and they had the Sundancer two-door version of their four-wheel drive Eagle branded products. This was essentially one of the first four-wheel drive sports cars. But the one that really showed it to the world and really showed us four-wheel drive sports cars could be amazing and could dominate in the world of rally that would be the original Audi Quattro. The Quattro, the original active sports car. This was a sports car purpose built for going off road. But this was only built after Lancia had created the Stratos. Yes, that vehicle, the Stratos, was a vehicle that launched the active sports car market into the stratosphere, conveniently enough, as off road sports cars this was something that people wanted this was something that would dominate not only a rally but in sand dunes back roads and logging roads this is something in my hometown that we like imprezas and four-wheel drive trucks are amazing off-road but you still have one issue the imprezas are four-door and four-wheel drive trucks are high off the ground where can we get something in between that well the quattro and the stratos kind of did that and the 037 stradal from lancia and then the delta kind of did that and then like we said in the 2000s we saw a little company from nevada show up and they gave us the loco motors rally fighter the first purpose-built active sports car for the 21st century this was something that a company like venturi had looked at with their america dune buggy but loco motors was going all in they did it two doors roll cage and you were enclosed it was purpose-built to just go for speed off-road it was a sports car built for the back roads. This was the reincarnation of the Quattro. Now we do have a company called E-Legends bringing out a brand new version of the Quattro, trying to bring back the greatness. Now in the 2010s, we saw a whole whack of companies do this. And like we said, Fast and Furious 7 pushed that out. They did it with the Charger, a Camaro Z28, and then again with the Challenger and Furious 7 as well. But then we get a little guy called Tal Design who created the Gagario Parkour. They had a hard time and convertible version this was essentially the reincarnation of the stratos it was brought back to life for all of us they wanted an active sports car they wanted something to go off-road but tal design didn't push it through it then shows up to Hatsu with their copen and the copen adventure which became one of the first cross-track sports cars out there and then it all came down in 2017 with a company from the UAE called Zaru. They wanted to make a purpose-built for speed off-road vehicle. They didn't want some two-door SUV. No, they didn't want a Land Rover Defender. They didn't want a Wrangler. They wanted something purpose-built for speed. Like the original Lamborghini LM001. They wanted something like that. But two-door, sports car-inspired, full-time off-road fun.
Hi, it's Everett. I'm sorry for any interruption, but today I'd like to bring our sponsor out. MagicMind.co. MagicMind themselves make a great product. I have actually tried this product from them. Their product is a magical elixir, or what you would call the world's first productivity drink. Developed for entrepreneurs, writers, website creators, podcast hosts, podcast creators, automotive designers, and even race car drivers. Yes, people within the automotive industry, like myself or anyone else, in other industries out there. This drink can help you with things like brain fog and an unreliable focus. Are you one of those people that sit down during the day in front of your computer and could focus for like an hour and then all of a sudden your brain starts to wander off from the project at hand. You still got hours of work ahead of you but your mind stops wandering. It just wants to go and take a break. But when you do that you know you won't be able to come back and stay focused on the exact same spot you were at before. Well Magic Mind is a product that will help you keep going throughout the day. Their magical elixir will do that for you and it is an all natural magical elixir. This amazing productivity drink I have taken in place of my coffee just to see 100% that it will work for me and it did. It kept my focus throughout the day. I was more in tune and focused on what I was doing that day. All thanks to the magic mind elixir. You could sip it, you could drink it, you could take it as a shot any way you want to take it. As long as you drink all the contents of of it, you will get the rewards from Magic Mind's Elixir. And being our sponsor, Magic Mind has given you, our listener, a special one-time code on the magicmind.co slash auto website. That discount on your first order. And again, on your first order, if you are not satisfied, they do have a money-back guarantee. No questions asked if it doesn't meet your specifications. And you can find links to it on the autolux.net website or through magicmind.co. So remember, this is a magical elixir that'll help you keep focused and help increase your productivity during the day like it did for myself. The doctor to the auto industry, Mr. Everett J. That name again is Magic Mind. Back to you, Everett. Lo and behold, the Sand Racer. And right after that, Ariel creates the Nomad R. Their tubular chassis doombuggy. Now, why do we say this is a market that's starting to take off? We originally started in the 70s with the Lancia Stratos, but now we're seeing some of the big players getting into it. People starting to say, hey, I want an off-road vehicle. You've probably seen some of them. the people that have turned minis into off-roads or the 370Zs into off-roads or hell, people that have put it out there like X-Tommy putting out images like the Bugatti Chiron, the 918 Spider, hell, even Koenig segs as four-wheel drive off-road vehicles these inspirations are given to people to say hey off-road sports cars could be a really cool thing in an apocalyptic type world where roads are getting horrible especially in my hometown vehicles like this might seem to be a better option seriously i don't like to drive a lowered vehicle in my city because of the amount of potholes that's why we've famously given it the name of crater Sudbury, not greater Sudbury, crater Sudbury, because of the amount of craters that we see in the springtime. Not the fact that our entire city is built in a crater from a meteor impact, but a vehicle like the Gambella Marcienne is something for this market. It's not low to the ground, but it's low enough to show that it's a sports car, but it's fun enough 
to say, I want to go off-road. And now we get companies like Overland creating the e-gen for off-roading. And hell, even ProDrive. ProDrive, a company that has been tied in with Ford building Formula One engines and off-road vehicles. ProDrive is now building this vehicle called the Hunter coming out in 2023. The ProDrive Hunter is an off-road vehicle. It is purpose-built to go off-road, but it's only two doors. It's a sports car. And if you've not seen Extreme E, this is essentially where these vehicles are going. They're off-road racing cars. So why are people creating these things? Why do we see more and more of them coming out every year? Last year, we saw a project. Project Maybach which is essentially looks like a Rolls-Royce Wraith that goes off-road. Why are companies looking into products like this, full-time off-road vehicles? It's because a lot of the rich people are now looking at it as they really want to get away from people. They want to go out into the back wilderness. And look, China is a huge market. Same with India. And they don't always have the best roads. Like I said, in my hometown, some of the roads are horrible here. So vehicles like this would be great. With more companies and more people looking into things like this, creating these old-time off-road vehicles and games like the crew starting to push it onto people, more demand is going to start showing up. More demand for things like the Audi Nanook Quattro concept from a few years back, or the GFG-style Kangaroo, or hell, even the Kia Forte Coupe Mudbugger. These are all products that could see the light of day. Hell, Lamborghini is now looking into building a Huracan Storado, an off-road a four-wheel drive version of the Huracan. Now, we all know that it has an all-wheel drive version, but why not make it a four-wheel drive version? Why not take the Huracan off-road? Porsche is looking into this as well because these companies are starting to see that there is a market for active sports cars. With the CUVs and SUV craze still being as strong as it is, and now with sedans and crossovers moving into the ALV market, there's soon gonna be more demand for off-road inspired vehicles in most marketplaces. And sports cars, with a shrinking market that they now have, this may be the best place for them to go. Similar to that of coupes and convertibles. Start making coupes and convertibles for off-road. Hell, even look at it. Volkswagen has a convertible version of the Taos. Why? Why do you need a convertible version of a Saab Compact CUV when you could just get a Golf convertible? Wouldn't that be better? Well, like we said, the car industry, literally sedans, hatchbacks, wagons, getting less interest in it. We are still seeing tons of new hatchbacks and sedans coming out, but we've all noticed wagons are starting to contract, similar to that of coupes and convertibles. Get into the active sports car market and maybe these markets can come back. They just need bigger names attached to them. Local Motors could have given the Rally Fighter a fighting chance if they were a bit bigger. Even showcasing this product in both Transformers and the Fast and Furious franchise, there still wasn't enough interest in this company. They didn't have the big massive marketing budget that a company like Audi or even Lamborghini have. Seriously, if you create the Lamborghini Hurricane Storado, a product like the Audi Nanook could come out. Considering the fact that the Lamborghini Urus spawned the Audi Q8, an active lifestyle vehicle, and on the verge of being an active sports car. Had those vehicles only had two doors, they would fall into the active sports car market, similar to that of Zaru, Mark Gambella, or ProDrive. Local Motors disappearing from this marketplace this year is a sad sight. Sure, it leaves the door open for some of its competition to start moving in, but if a company like GFG Style, Tal Design, or even 
Project Maybach don't get off the ground, then products like this may not see the light of day. There is demand for it. And like we said, emerging markets like India are a big place for this. And now with more companies looking at Africa as the next frontier after China and India, the lack of road networks there really pushes the active sports car market out there. Why do you think we're seeing such an increase in the CUV SUV marketplace? It's because of these emerging markets now demanding more vehicles. Driving a sedan down those back dirt roads in some of the smaller African countries that don't have major throughways, highways, or even standardized roads will have more issues. Just look at the capital of Mongolia. Take a look online on YouTube and look for the worst roads in the world. The host of Canada's Worst Driver did a mini-series about the worst cities to travel in. Whereas Mumbai, India, the police chief doesn't even want to drive because he knows how crazy it is. Bangkok is continuously under traffic. And Ulaanbaatar, capital of Mongolia, has less paved roads than any other capital in the world. Vehicles like this make great space. Where cab companies are looking at their Corollas and saying, we are tired of doing suspension work. We want something better. So they start buying Land Cruisers. And with the rise of the World Rally Championship, and now Extreme E showcasing to the world that off-road vehicles, and even Dakar, having special built vehicles like the Peugeot 3008 DKR, a two-door purpose-built off-road vehicle for the Dakar Rally, there's now becoming a little bit more interest in the active sports car market. This isn't a market that's going to go away anytime soon. And now, with the re-release of the Lancia Stratos, not by Lancia, people are going to start to want these type of vehicles. Like we said, Dakar, yeah, it's done in Saudi Arabia now, but when they did it in Africa, there's not a lot of roads. When they did it in South America, there wasn't a whole heck of a lot of roads. There's a lot of places in the world that populations are now starting to increase. Things are getting better and more people want cars but unfortunately the roads are not there and just like the wealthy people who live in dubai not everybody wants to travel on the roadways why because in dubai the police services have super fast cars as well hell they have a bugatti chiron and a veyron and a gtr and a hypersport so do you really think you're going to get away from the police there you take one of these zaruk sand racers a local motors rally fighter or even the hurricane Storado, and you go flying through the dunes well now they got to bring out the mercedes g class to chase you down in the sand but since there's no roads and no people around how do the police warrant giving you a speeding ticket in an area that has no speed limits and that's where a lot of these wealthy people are starting to look at it i want to have fun and i want to go fast but i can't do it on city roads with major nations in around the world cracking down on street racing in the aftermarket world the active sports car market may be the future of the sports car market it's something that we may need for the future why because it may be the only place we have left to go racing each other other than the back roads whereas my home province of ontario in canada has a 50 over law that law was actually created by the death of a police officer's son who was struck and killed by two idiotic street racers who decided to do it on a residential road by an arena and oddly enough this actually happened less than 30 minutes away from where i'm recording this podcast right now yes my hometown is basically helped spearhead the demise of the aftermarket industry and a lot of people i knew in that industry who had vehicles like that sold them off because now it is too scary to get a speeding ticket because now they'll hold your car 
you could pay upwards of $10,000 in fines right off the bat before you even touch your car. But with so many back roads, so many forestry roads, so many dead mining roads in this city, off-road sports cars could be a thing. Where everybody got rid of their vehicles and one of my good friends got rid of his, his Acura RSX. He parted it up and sold it off to essentially people down south where they still have street races on major highways and big city roads. He got rid of that and got himself a truck. He lifted it and put more horsepower on it. Because like he said, there's only Tahoes, Suburbans, and Explorers. They're going to try and come after me when I'm off-roading. So if my truck can go further into the bush, faster and better than them, I can get away. Where an active sports car, like the Zarook Sandracer or a Locomotors Fighter, I could do that even faster and safer because my vehicle has a better coefficient of drag. Our center of gravity is closer to the ground, which means we can fly through the air quicker, faster, and better than a standardized sports car or a four-wheel drive truck. So with companies like Maybach and Lamborghini now looking into the active sports car market, there could be a future outside of those four-wheel drive Chevettes that we all saw during the 80s and 90s. So in the end, do we need this market? Yes. Yes, we need the active sports car market. We need it to keep the sports car market alive for future generations. Because sports cars are the one thing that still makes the automobile industry desirable to people. Without sports cars, supercars, hypercars, ultra cars, anything that goes fast with two doors, the automobile is just a way to get around. So if you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment on many of our different social feeds. Go to our website. You can like, share, or comment through our website through those social feeds right from autolooks.net. Check out the podcast link, corporate websites, or the rating section for vehicles from around the globe from autolooks.net. Like we said, like, share, or comment with your friends and family. And if you liked it, tell your family about the Autolooks podcast. Hell, even tell your boss. Share it in the office and tell them this is a powerful message. The active sports car market is a powerful market which needs to rise more. So for myself, Everett J and Autolux.net, strap yourself in for this one amazingly fun ride as we fly through the mud in our active sports car.